We're your hosts, Alexa and Melissa. Thanks for joining us. Hello, listeners. We are so excited that we stumbled upon our next guest on our show, Jessie Strether. We found her on social media, and she just seems like such a wonderful, caring, kind, real person, and we thought she would be perfect for our show. So Jessie Strether is a writer, a speaker, a follower of Jesus Christ, and she loves to spend time with her family and show God's grace and truth each and every day. So something she started was a ministry um, called Salty Sweet, and she's done a lot of different things with that, and she wants to spread God's word and dig deeper um, together and grow together as a community And she has so many wonderful ideas with um, raising your children and just being a kind person. And she's just very inspiring, very kind. And we think you will love this conversation. So please enjoy Jessie Strother. Hello, everyone. We are so excited for you to be joining us today. Today we have on Jessie Strother. Mm -hmm. All right. Hi, Jessie. How are you? Good. How are you guys? Great. Good. So Glad it's hot out and the sun's shining so the boys can play outside. <laughs> oh, it just stopped raining here. So. Oh, did it? Mm-hmm. Yep. See, for our listeners who are not familiar with you yet, can you just kind of give us a brief background about you, like where you're from, you and your family, and just kind of your career? Um, yeah, I'd love to. I'm married to my handsome, he's also known as Bobby, but he is a pastor, so that makes me a pastor's <laughs> wife. Um, and also we have three boys of our own and one that we are, um, that is my nephew that we've taken in and he is three years old. And oh. so, yeah. Um, and he looks just like my boys and he just fits right in. Mm-hmm. Um, and we live in Eastern North Carolina. And so the Southern accent <laughs> is from, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've always lived either North Carolina, South Carolina, Virginia area. Um, and so we've we've always been in this southern hemisphere, I guess, for <laughs> the yeah. United States. It's um, so pretty down there. Mm-hmm. It is. It is absolutely gorgeous. And so, yeah, I do have a ministry called Salty Sweet that the Lord has slowly walked me into. I didn't know it was going to become what it is. It just started out as um, trying to do ministry. Um And so, and it's grown and it's become something fun. Um, and I I just enjoy it, but it's salty sweet and it's grown in salty truths and gathering sweet grace. And it's based off, uh, John chapter one and the end of that, Jesus, it says Jesus is the fullness of truth and grace. Um, and so sometimes I think we go too far in truth and sometimes we go too far in grace and Jesus is the fullness of both of those things. And so, um, I just have a, a heart for that to, yeah. to share both because in that is life giving. Um, it gives growth. It doesn't, it encourages. Um, and so, yeah. Was there anything else? <laughs> wow. And so when did that start your salty sweet ministry? When did um, that all come about? Well, I was already writing for some publications, and then um, it was actually during a season of hardship at our church, and I wanted, I still had a group of ladies that I was discipling, um, doing Bible studies with, and I, I felt the Lord was calling me to do something that didn't, 
didn't interrupt what my, my Hansa was doing at church. And so it became online stuff um, and just sharing what the Lord was teaching me. Um, I still like there's people still interested in that and I didn't want to stop doing that. And so I found a new avenue to do it. Um, and so it started about four years ago, five years ago. Okay. okay. Yeah, probably wow. about five years ago. And so, mm-hmm. yeah. So you've done a lot of writing. So what made you want to start writing and like what inspired you um, to write online and things like that? Well, I, I realized I was always writing. Like I have journals all in my little office that uh-huh. ever since I really, you know, there's a time when you, you know about Jesus and there's a time when you fall in love with Jesus. Um, and so about my college years, that's when I was really just falling in love with the word and loving being at church and loving learning more about Jesus. And so I found, you know, writing it, writing things down, um, helped me understand the scriptures better. Um, and so I started, I really felt like I started then. I didn't share it. I don't think everything we write has to be shared. So. Yeah. Amen to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes, I have plenty of that on my Evernote. Um, but then um, one of my college professors, who's my favorite of all time, he really gave me a love for God's word. And he started a women's blog in his ministry. And so I started writing for that. And then I just fell in love with it. Huh. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. And where did you go to school? Um, I went to Southeastern. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And in, uh, Wake Forest. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And so through all that writing and you said you wrote for a blog, um, I noticed on your website that you have a newsletter and a monthly newsletter that people can sign up for. So where do you find just the inspiration for writing that or what could people expect if they sign up to receive those monthly newsletters? Um, I love the monthly newsletters. I feel like that's where um, you kind of get the insights. Um, and also I get feedback um, into what, what, you know, the readers want or, um, and so, but also have communication. Um, the monthly newsletter is really salty sweet insights. And so it's what's new and salty sweet, what's coming up or even just, um, something a little bit deeper than what I'm sharing online. Um, gotcha. and so sometimes it's a little more personal, maybe even in the emails. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so that's kind of what you can expect, but it's, I, I think it's great because it's, it's, not, it's a good way. I try to do it monthly, um, to not bombard your mailbox. Um, but yeah. So monthly, it's what's new at Salty Sweet, what we're doing next, um, what's, what God's shown in my heart lately. Um, and so that's really what it is. And I enjoy that. It takes a little more effort than I ever thought, but yeah. I do. <laughs> it does. It takes a little more discipline. And I tell you, technology hates me. As soon as I, <laughs> I think I've got it right and it looks right in the test, you know, one, and then I send it out and I'm like, oh, like, <laughs> girl, I feel you there. I know. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, your website is super cute. It does not yeah. look like it's from someone who doesn't know technology. Well, thank you. I appreciate <laughs> that. I always wonder what people think. So. <laughs> and so on your website, you have some uh, merchandise to purchase, some T-shirts and some coffee mugs. Mm-hmm. So did you design these yourself or what inspired you to create and sell um, these products? Well, I have really felt like for I, I sold some 
a year or two ago, um, just as a trial thing, just for fun, because yeah, some of the ladies were asking for it and um, and doing it as giveaways, just for something fun. I had a girlfriend yeah. that did them for me, and so um, but the same girl she, uh, is a girl that I discipled when she was in college when when my handsome and I when he was doing college ministry, youth ministry, and so she has actually done. I would say 90% of that stuff. Okay. She, she designs them. She's done the store. I just kind of gotcha. add a little bit or take a little bit or fix something or as in like the technical part of it. Um, but yeah, no, she's, she's taken that over. Um, and I love that because it's, it's just too much for me to do, but I really have felt like that's something I want to do because, um, I want it to support not just salty sweet, but, um, but to do for missions and foster care. Um, mm-hmm. And so that's my goal. I'm working towards that. And so the, the Salty Sweet Shop should grow. Um, this was just the launch of it, so we didn't go overboard. Gotcha. Um, yeah, and so um, <clears throat> that's our hope. And so I've got some things lined up in the near future that will do some fundraising with T-shirts and merchandise and stuff like that for, for foster care and for mission work. And so, yeah. Well, and I think when I you have that. a good cause that goes behind it, more people will want to buy things, you know? Absolutely. Yes, exactly. And that's exactly what, what my heart behind it is. And so we just got to get there. Um, it's a, it's a journey. It's an adventure. And so, um, my personality likes to jump right to the end, but I have learned through writing and through this journey of Salty Sweet to just take one faithful step at a time and it becomes what God wants it to be, not necessarily what I think it should be. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, so that even with the shop, that's kind of the thing that it's, you got to start out small. And so, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And so. Oh, that's awesome. Well, I can't wait to watch that and to, um, I think missions and foster care weighs heavy on my heart too. So I can't wait to watch that and to support you and to help spread the word. Cause like I'll Alexa said, I think when, you know, there's a good cause and they're great products anyways, why would you not support them? <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. And I have some um, cute T-shirts coming along for missions. And so I just we just got to roll it out. And that takes a lot of work. So it takes yeah. a little time. <laughs> oh, I bet. Yeah. So that'll be coming soon, hopefully before Christmas. But I, I hate to put timelines on me because God's timeline is different. And, mm-hmm. and you know, as, as mama's life gets turned upside down quickly. And so, oh, every day. <laughs> <laughs> every day. <laughs> yeah, so I try not to put timelines on me or what God's doing either because it can get turned upside down quickly. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's true. Mm-hmm. So you do writing and you sell stuff, and something else you do amongst your busy life is speaking at events. So just looking at some of the different topics you discuss or speak on is how to be mountain movers, friendships from the porch, and discipling your children. So what's one of your more favorite things to talk about or like what really gets you excited and, you know, put that puts that fire in your belly. Well, I love how you phrased all those, by the way. I'm so stealing that. Well, that was straight <laughs> from your website, I think. Yes. <laughs> I always wonder if you're picking out what, you know, people are getting what I'm putting out kind of. So I love how you phrased that. I was like, yes, that's my heart. Like, yay. Yeah. Um, 
And so um, my favorite, and I was this question I have thought about because I love all of them. I love, um, I was just thinking about today about being mountain movers and how praying for our children is just praying the evil away, keeping evil away. Amen. Um, yeah. And then for our friendships from the front porch, and that keeps evil away and, and, and grows godly people um, when you can just have conversations. I think the world would be a better place if people just stopped and had conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I'll, But my favorite would be discipling your children because so much of the church, God's family, is based on family. And if we can see our family, like God sees his family, our our vision of God and Jesus is so much broader and clearer um, how much he loves us and how much we love our children and the father and the, the mother together working together as one for the good of their family like that. There's so many imageries of God in his church. And and so discipling our children is is basically what we should be doing as Christians um, and reaching out and discipling others. And so why wouldn't we do it for those that are closest to us? You know, yeah. why wouldn't we want like I found that with Salty Sweet and the conviction of mine was if I'm going to put all this out there for these beloveds, for these other ladies, I've got to be doing it for my own children. Like we got to be having these conversations and, you know, opening the word together. And 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 we and I was. And so it wasn't it was a conviction of keep doing it. Um, but also share that with others that you can be doing this, too. And it's fun. Yeah. Um, I just have a conversation with my oldest son's girlfriend. Oh, I know. I know. We're navigating this. This is all new. Um, mm-hmm. But I was just telling her, I was like, we have great, you know, we have I love having conversations with Elijah about the Bible, like encouraging her to do so, too, because that's who he is. And so I just love that it's already in place that I can say that, that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that's mm-hmm. something, and and it's honest that you know he loves talking about. Isn't that exciting in those scriptures? How that connects and um and stuff like that. So to be able to broaden just discipling, you know, my boys to their friends, mm-hmm. um, and opening those conversations up easy, not in an awkward, you know, right. beat you over the head with the Bible kind of way, but you know, you know. And so if you, you, you know, talking to her, I was saying, you know, you could have conversations with them. What are you reading? You know, not mm-hmm. just back and forth teenage stuff. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and so I hope that that makes sense. But that probably yeah. is my favorite because it is a clearer vision of the church also and how we should be with one another. Like we don't expect our kids to be perfect. Yeah. Um, God doesn't expect us to be perfect and we shouldn't expect each other to be. And so does that make sense? Like there's so yeah. many imageries that we can glean from just by understanding the structure of the family. And I think that's why Satan is so after it um, and trying to destroy families because yeah. there's so much that you can you can grow from just understanding a clear vision of how God intended the family to be. So. Yeah. And so can you, like, if someone, you know, hasn't heard you um, given a presentation or spoke more about discipling your children, like, 
what are just some of like your top suggestions maybe about going about that? Like if this is new to someone, you know, like I know as a mom of two young boys, like I'm trying to always just find appropriate ways to talk to my children and, you know, introducing things and what is good, you know, like just like trying to figure it out myself as, you know, as Mm -hmm. a believer myself, like just still trying to grow in my own faith, but then also being responsible now to help these boys, you know, like know the Lord. And Mm -hmm. um, so I guess what are just some tips maybe like in a, just a quick summary from one of your presentations, like (laughs) what would you say? Well, and you just said it right there, just from what you're saying is, you know, if you're growing, you're, you're going to naturally overflow in these conversations, um, with your children. Like that's, that's probably one of my favorite things is, you know, yeah. um, we read different things together, but also when, when God shows me something, I, I could easily share it with them or allow, oh, yeah. and the whole mountain moving thing, mountain moving mamas came from, you know, when they are walking through hard things that you, you're able to, because you're also growing, that you're able to go, let's look at what God's doing in this situation. But sometimes we have to look past ourselves to see what God's doing in this situation. Um, and an example like that is one day my son got mad at the ball field because this boy was being ugly. And, and there were some people there that came and to see him play and he he had a little bit of an attitude and went inside the car because he was angry at this one kid that was being angry and he was trying to do the responsible thing and not lash out um Mm -hmm. but but i was able to share with him then that you don't let that angry boy dictate who you are because god gave you someone there who was supporting you and you missed out on opportunity to accept that support because you were angry and so to look past himself to see what was going on around, but also to go, this is, this situation doesn't dictate what I do over here because God is doing something good here and this is a distraction. And so, you know, I'm learning that. I'm learning that this yeah. is a distraction. <laughs> you know, this person upsets me, but God is doing good things on the other side over here. And if I'm so caught up in this distraction, even though it's rightly and justified, I'm going to miss out on the good that's sitting right in front of me. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? And so I'm learning yeah. that at the same time. And just, but being willing to say that, that I'm, I'm, I'm learning this too, son. And this is what God's shown me right now. Um, I think goes a long way because you're not coming off as know it all, mm-hmm. but also, uh, you know, there, God does want to show you something different in the circumstance you're in. And so we just got to look for it. We just got to seek it. And so because God is moving mountains in my life, I can overflow that to my children in a discipleship kind of way. But having those conversations can be awkward sometimes, too. (laughs) But start when they're little because it's not awkward as they get older because they expect it for mama now, you know. (laughs) Right, right. Um, That it's. You know, when we would drive over the bridge, I would say, look what the Lord has made because it is beautiful. The water's beautiful. The sunrise is beautiful. And then, you know, they would say that, look, mama, look what the Lord has made. And now, you know, we can talk about the beauty of creation in a deeper way now that they're a little bit older, you know, that, that it it grew, you know, Mm -hmm. it, it went from, even though it's rooted in them, look what the Lord has made to let's take care of God's creation. You know, he's blessed us with this. And 
why has he blessed us with this so that we can worship him and see his beauty and so so it all grows just like we do just yeah. like you know like um and yeah, so totally does that i think that's a, a powerful approach especially for you know young kids and just kind of a um talk about it like that i think it kind of clicks with them and it grows with them too so i think that's a great way to approach everything yes exactly yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I also, one of the things I do with our boys is when we see hard things, we talk about it. Like mm-hmm. we, we don't avoid it. You know, mm-hmm. if someone, and that's the front porch talks too, because I love sitting with my boys out there and they'll, they'll talk, you know, they'll, what did you mean when you talked, when you said this or so-and-so said that and, and we don't avoid them. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so you can have deep conversations and there are 11 and 13 and eight, um, but appropriately also, you know, right. <laughs> but yeah. not to just go, we'll talk about that later, but, but to give them honest answers when they ask. And sometimes busyness distracts us. And that's, mm-hmm. as you see, like all of this is intertwined. Like it's all, mm-hmm. it's all a part of choosing life in a different way. So you can have those conversations. Um, we're big about dinner, having dinner at home yeah. um, and dinner together because those conversations happen there. Um, and so, yeah, but don't avoid those uh, those hard conversations. And they're hard yeah. sometimes. <laughs> I think that's a good reminder, like because I think you're a lot of parents maybe feel like their natural instinct is to protect their kids. And that would include like not making them aware of the bad things, you know, like, yeah, I, think I definitely get like that sometimes like, Oh, I'm not going to, you know, turn that off. Like if there's something about a shooting on the TV or something, just things like that, you know, mm-hmm. so that yeah. is a good reminder. Yeah. And we had just had someone pass away that was really close to them for, and that had cancer. And one of my boys asked why do, you know, they knew some not so nice people. <laughs> it sounds terrible, but why does, you know, why does this happen to a good person? Yeah. And so you you got to answer those with all honesty. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you can't just you got to you got to embrace it in the moment. Mm. Uh, and so that's where the front porch talks come into because we'll just sit out there and talk and um while they're swinging or throwing the baseball or you know. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Um, well, one of our followers on Facebook has a question for you. All April, right. April, she wants to know, when have you found it most difficult to be kind? Oh, that is great. I love that question. Mm-hmm. Um, because kindness is what the Lord is revealing to me that is just in all of what the Spirit is doing. Um, I think at the very least as believers that we can be kind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like like yeah. that. We. And it's not, it's not me. It's the spirit, like 100% the spirit. Um, and so the question was, when have you found it hard? Most difficult. Yes. To be kind. Yeah. Uh, probably when I don't feel like it, things are just mm-hmm. as in when I know I can verbally say what is just, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but to say it, and this is where the truth and grace is, to be able to speak that truth with grace, um, not just to throw darts. Mm. Um, we've had, I've had a lot of people, um, as a pastor's wife, as a, you know, college student, whatever, um, as a mama, we do it to mamas, we do it to yeah. each other. 
um, to throw darts. Like they want to make their point, but yeah. they don't, they don't want to give room to grow. Mm-hmm. So I, I just call it a dart. It's the, it's the daggers that Ephesians talks about, the flaming, the flaming arrows that just hurt. They sting, they hurt and they hurt for a long time because they yeah. don't, they don't allow for healing. They just want to hurt. Um, and so I, I have really tried to be cautious um, with throwing darts. If it's not going to grow, if it's not going to heal, it's not really truth because that's what God is. Like he wants mm-hmm. to come and he's the healer. And, and so that truth has to be rooted in grace because that's the fullness of Jesus. And so, um, so yeah, the hardest times for me to be kind would be when I feel like things are unjust, when things aren't clearly seen and evil seems like it's winning. Um, does that make sense? And, oh yeah. And, and that's, and that's true. Um, I'll apply it to this too. That's true for our children. Like there's sometimes that, that they're not making the right choice. Mm -hmm. And as they get older, it's easier to throw a dart. It's harder to consciously speak truth and love. Um, yeah. It's so much easier just to go da 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 and spit out what you think without thinking about how it's going to be responded to. Um, and so, yeah, when things seem unjust or evil's winning, that's probably my hardest time to not be kind because <laughs> I'm a I, I I want justice, like, but it's not mine to bring about. It's God's. And so, yeah, I hope that makes sense. That's probably my hardest time is to not just throw. But I don't want to be a dart thrower. Right. I don't want to be. I don't want to be. And I think I think unkindness comes in being a dart thrower. Um, Yeah. And so, yeah. Um, I'm going to send this message, Jesse, to some of my former parents (laughs) (laughs) from my classroom. (laughs) I hear you. Yes. Yes. If you, uh, the complaining without the helping is not Uh helpful. Yes. No, not at all. Thank you. Yes. And that's in every area. Like that's in work, that's in church, that's in your family. Like, yes. Mm -hmm. And so, what did you say? The complaining without the, the help. The help. Yeah. 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 I like that. Yeah. So, yeah. Jesse, who has been a mentor for you in your life or someone you've recently been following to help you through your journey? Um, I have. Uh, I just spoke and talked about my testimony and I have had Bobby and I grew up in the same home church and we had a wonderful um, experience as college students, teenagers, <laughs> young adults. Um, we had a lot of godly people in our life um, from oh, we hung out with older people and younger people and everywhere in between. And so we, we, we always say how blessed we are with the people that God's brought into our lives. Um, cause you always need someone ahead of you and you need someone behind you, but you also need yeah. someone right in front of you mm-hmm. <laughs> that says you can do this, you know, like I understand. <laughs> so, um, but I have, I have my Mimi. I am actually, uh, not adopted, but adopted into a family that um, I left my home when I was 18. And I'm the rebellious teenager that went to Bible college. Oh, yes. And lived with our my youth pastor, which was Bobby's also um, and his family. And they just were such a mountain moving family for me um, to just be able to move mountains that I didn't even know they were there. And so they have always they're still 
close to us. They're my kids call them grandparents. Mm. Um, and they, they're three boys. This is the crazy thing. They're like my little brother. They are my little brothers. They call me my, their sister without papers. Cause I was too old to have papers. Um, <laughs> um, but my three boys are so similar to their three boys and there's no blood relation. I mean, they look alike, yeah. act alike, uh-huh. like God, you, this is just humorous. Like you can't make this happen. Right. Um, and so, um, but, uh, yeah, I hope that answers your question, but we have just, yeah. just from our neighbors that are like grandparents when we lived in South Carolina that we still talk to, um, just firmly rooted in the word and always encouraging, um, but willing to tell you the truth also. Like, I need that in my life. Like, I need yeah. people to say, hey, there's an area here that you can't see. I, you know, I need that. I need yeah. that. And so, yeah. And so how long have you known your husband? <laughs> we um we grew up in the same home church. I'm a little bit older than him. Okay. And, uh he likes to remind me of that ever so often. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um and so uh but I started a college group in our church and he was joining the army. And so we weren't we weren't we knew of each other but we didn't really know each other. Um and so it wasn't until college that we did youth ministry together. Um, okay. and then, then at the end of that, it's, it was a crazy, crazy adventure. We keep saying that. Um, and so we did youth ministry for about a year together, um, at our home church. And at the end of that, he followed me back to school and by November he proposed to me. And then December he got his orders to go overseas. And then January we got married in February. Oh. He left to go overseas oh, for a oh. year. <laughs> and so, <laughs> So yeah, I know. Doesn't that sound crazy when it comes that out? Is, yeah. <laughs> and so we never really dated. We tell people, but um, yeah. so but we're yeah. our our families are close. They went, you know, they were in the same church family too, and so it's been it's been such a gift. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So another question from another follower, Emily. She asked, "What's your favorite devotional or book for mamas?" Uh, I you know I have. My favorite one right now is from Million Moms, and it's it used to be the Mob Society, Mama Boys. Um, yeah. uh, go follow them. Uh, they take scripture and they just make it into a prayer for your children. And they just yeah. they, they just launched their um, Million Moms instead of Mobs because um, they wanted to reach out to gr- moms of girls also. And so um, so now they have it for girls and boys. Um, okay. But they have great devotionals and their social media is so encouraging to pray for your children. Use God's word to pray for your children. Um, and it's such a sweet reminder. This is what I want for my kids. I want God's word um, mm-hmm. over them. You know, I want them to love the Lord, but I want to pray over them what God wants for them, not what I want for them. Yeah. And so it's such a, a gift to me um, and just in the busyness. Um, but I've done a lot of devotionals and I'll be honest, my my favorite is really opening the scriptures and mm-hmm. open them with the boys. And we've done different um, nightly Bible studies together. Uh, oh. We did the, and this one is for boys. I mean, I think girls would love it too, but um, I did it with our salty sweet group, the Priscilla showers armor of God. And, but I didn't, then my handsome and I were like, we need to do this with the boys. Like, because we were reading her books also for the boys, her trilogies, um, and it w- coincided together. And so that was that recently in the last year or two has been my favorite 
because we all grew from it. We all had an understanding of what it meant to have a shield of faith and our seeds of faith. I mean, shield of righteousness in it. Um, pretty sure that's what it is. And so, <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I, I have a devotional that I've had forever. Um, it's called Come Away, My Beloved. And it, it does the same thing. It takes God's word and makes it into a prayer. Um, okay. And so that's probably my favorites. Um, and what was that one called? That last one? Come away, my beloved. It's kind of like, it's kind of like Jesus calling, but. Okay. It's, um, <clears throat> it's probably older though. Um, so, uh, but yeah, that's, um, there's one right now, a radical book that we're getting ready to start at the end of the summer. So I won't, I don't know exactly, but it looks great. Um, hmm. and that's for kids. It's a, it's called radical and it just goes to the scriptures when the kids were little. And this is for not necessarily for mamas, but yeah. to, to use for our children. Um, the big picture Bible. We, oh, okay. we probably read that three times all the way through with the kids when they were little. They, yeah, the pictures in it are beautiful. They understand it and it gives a, a real understanding of how the scriptures connect. And so it was our favorite nighttime Bible read when the kids were little. Okay. I still have it on our shelf. We still read it. Um, but they can still talk about it too. And so I'm not big on, I love devotionals and I love doing them. Um, yeah. And so, but yeah, those are probably my top all time favorites kind of thing. Um, but I do, I love opening the scriptures. I love, um, like you, you don't really have enough time in the day to do so many Bible studies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, right. So we'll, Truth. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so we'll, we'll either like the summertime, we're all reading our own thing and we'll talk about it. But when school starts, we'll do something more formal and then we'll all read the book, a book together and we'll talk about each chapter. And so that's, that takes up a lot of time. <laughs> so, yeah. Wow. So to, to, um, to be able to to do that, and so, um, but yeah, I hope that makes I hope that answers. Yeah. yeah, thank you for sharing all those. I was taking notes as you were yeah. talking. Thank you. Oh, good, good. So, something we like to ask all of our um, guests on the show: What are some things you do to take care of yourself? Because I know you are a busy woman. So, what's something you do to take care of yourself? Um. I think taking care of yourself is, is really important. I think we neglect it. And my front porch is one of those things. Um, that's just a, and Bobby, my handsome says, why do you like the front porch and not the back porch? <laughs> and I was like, because I can just leave it all behind. Like mm-hmm. I can leave the kitchen a mess. I don't have to walk past it to get to the porch. You know, I can just, I feel like it's all behind me. For I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'll have to, I just feel like I'm in front of it. <laughs> so, um, and that it is. And he'll join me out there. And that's it's my. All right. I I don't have to stay busy. Like, that's a lie that, you know, I can sit here and enjoy this and not feel guilty about it um, mm. because it's it's good. It, it brings about good things. And so so many times we think only the good things are the clean house and the you know, the clean toilets and right. laundry folded. And um, and that's not that's not the good things. The good things are snuggling in the rocking chair going, you're going to love Jesus all your days. Right. Like <laughs> reminding your kids these things. Yeah. Um, those things are good. And that's that that's refreshing. That's refreshing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
And so and <laughs> um, that's my second cup of coffee for the day is usually on the front porch. And so <laughs> yeah. um, but there are things like I, I love to read and and I don't do that enough. But the, the beach, we make an effort to do things mm. and we have like. We have you have to intentionally do that or you get so busy with baseball or, you know, whatever mm-hmm. else there is. And so those are refreshing and in quiet times. And so, yeah, yeah. Um, there are when the boys are all in school now that we have Colton, I didn't do it this year. But one of the things I did, because um, when the boys started school, I would I worked at their school and stuff like that. But I made an effort before the boys got out of school their last full day that I went to the beach by myself. Ooh, nice. Yes, because they were all in school. Like, I didn't feel like yeah. I had to be babysitters. Uh-huh. I was doing school. You know, the end of school was so crazy, and then summer is so crazy. Um, and so it was one of those, I need to remember who I was, and I enjoy the beach. And so, um, and so I, yeah, I made that. I didn't do it last year because I had Colton. But, um, but, yeah, that was something that was was just mine. And sometimes I think that's okay. Yeah. It didn't take from anybody and just, it was a good thing. But just to remind you that you're still human, you know? Yeah. (laughs) And yeah. Also, you're, you know, my handsome and I, we, we take adventures together. Um, God takes you on so many adventures that can be somewhat draining sometimes, but sometimes, you know, exciting (laughs) at the same time. But we, we've always enjoyed fun things to do. And so we've, we've kind of made an effort to do that. Like we've jumped out of a plane twice together in the last oh my five, gosh. five years. Yeah. He, that was a gift he gave me and then I gave it to him for Christmas. Wow. And so, um, so, you know, there, there's things that you enjoy and don't, re- don't neglect those. Like, don't, mm-hmm. you know, you can still give of yourself as God's called you to do, but still be yourself. And mm-hmm. so, um, so many times we, we nurture and we forget who we are and then we get caught up and be frustrated and it's nobody's fault, but our own, um, because we've let go of who we are. Um, yeah. and so you're not pulling away or taking away from anybody else when you do what God's called you to do and be who God's called you to be. And so, yeah. Um, I think there's a balance there. I think mm-hmm. there's a, a huge balance there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so and yeah. you're super brave for jumping out of a plane. <laughs> <laughs> My mother-in-law still doesn't want to hear about it. So. Oh. <laughs> hey, I've done that before. Isn't it like the most exhilarating feeling ever? Yes. And it's nothing like you think it's going to be. I know. It's oh. not a roller coaster ride feeling. It's not. It's it's I don't yeah, it's just I don't know what to say, but <laughs> I know. No, I know. <laughs> it's not um it's not as, as scary as you think it is. Right. Yeah. I loved the feeling for sure. I did oh, you and all are crazy. I <laughs> well, I'm glad I'm not alone. No, you're not. Yeah. Okay. Oh. So, yeah. Oh, Jesse. Well, thank you for your time today. I mean, I would just love for you to, just as we wrap up, can you just share with our listeners where they can follow um, you just to learn more about you and everything? Yeah, I'd love to. I love connecting on Instagram. I do. I think there's some personal, um, just more personality comes out in that. Yeah. With the stories and stuff like that. Um, and I love the community there. And so you can follow me at salty sweet underscore co. And that's, it's, 
it's become an a salty sweet collective and so it's a collection of salty truths and sweet grace and so but also it's it's life it's life as a mama and um I try not to church it up. I try not to, you know, Bob, my handsome says, Bobby says, you know, people might like you because you just, you put it out there naturally. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's a yeah. compliment. <laughs> so, people like real, for sure. You're not going to see the, you know, nice organized feed or anything. It's, it's what the Lord leads and when he leads it. And so, um, and so, yeah, I love salty sweet underscore dot uh, co on Instagram, um, but also my website. Um, you can sign up for the monthly email and get the updates and what's going next and um, just some insights on what God's doing and how he's speaking to me as a mama or even just as a wife or as a pastor's wife or just as a believer. Um, all of those are who I am. So it comes out in different ways. <laughs> and so, um, but also on Facebook. It's Jesse Strether dot writer on Facebook and you can see more of um, my speaking and stuff like that on there. Um, and that's a fun community too. We have a lot of fun up there. And so, <clears throat> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And so I love to communicate with y'all there. And yeah. So, and I've, I've loved getting to know y'all there also and following your ministry. And it just sounds like God's doing great things through y'all. Thank you. Well, it was a pleasure. I'm so glad that we found you on Instagram and now talking to you and (laughs) hearing your voice and like being able to, you know, like put a voice with your words that you've done and your pictures. Like it's just really exciting and we definitely will follow you and support you. So thank you, Jesse. Same here. here. And so God's in all of this and I love how he's using the internet to connect it all. So yeah, so much fun. So much fun. It is. And so, yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story with us and your journey and talking about your lovely family. We really appreciate it. Well, thank you for having me. It's an honor. I mean, that. it's so much fun to just share what God's doing. So thank you. Thank you. All right. All right. Take care. Have a good day. Thanks, mm-hmm. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Ooh, goodness. We love Jesse. So we were just thrilled to sit and talk with Jessie today and to just hear more about her life and just her beliefs and the way she raises her boys. And I think she just has some really powerful truths that she can speak into all our lives. I know I was taking notes throughout it and that that's a conversation that I want to go back and listen to again and just kind of um, take out those tidbits that she shared on just discipling our children and just ways to be kind, even when it's hard, you know, and just bringing it back to the Lord. So we're so honored to have had Jesse on today, and we hope that you enjoyed that conversation as well. We can't wait for our other upcoming conversations that we're going to have with people. We love just um, being able to meet new people and to find out more. If you ever have a suggestion on someone you want us to interview, please send them to us via social media. You can just search the Midwest Mamas and we would love to hear your ideas. And as always, we would love for you to follow us on social media. That really helps and is um, just super supportive to us and we appreciate it. And thank you for listening. We hope you have a great day. Bye.